Well, good morning and welcome to The Drive. It is 7.04 a.m. on Wednesday, November 1st. I don't know if you can believe it's November, but I can't. I cannot believe. I woke up this morning, looked at the calendar for what's going on today, and it's November 1st. I just can't even believe how fast time is flying. Uh, Man, but coming out to my car, it is 41 degrees outside. I thought, ah, I don't need a jacket. Yeah, I was wrong. I should have grabbed one, but I didn't. But man, it is cool outside. <clears throat> it was awesome last night. We had uh, a bunch of us, probably like, I don't even know, uh, maybe 20 or 30 of us from the church uh, went over and had an outreach uh, as, as people were walking around trick-or-treating, and we made 150 hot dogs. We had chips. We had, uh, you know, uh, cokes and, and water and candy with tracks in them i handed out some uh, my devotionals but we ran out of everything um, and the biggest hit was hot chocolate so we made hot chocolate a lot of hot chocolate because it would people were cold they wanted to warm up and they were hungry so it's just a way to get out into the community where people already are and so we did it first uh, we first did it last year and you have a couple from our church that just hosts it and runs it and and we did it again this year and it's just awesome uh people were like oh you're the one they like remembered us from last year so it's a good way to have a conversation to be there for the community uh just to let people know who we are and uh have some good conversations and it was just a uh, also an awesome time of fellowship for the group of our church people who went out there so it was an awesome time but Anyway, it is an awesome time to get in the Word, and God's Word is so good. And I'm going to look at Ephesians 2, 17 and 18 this morning, which is, And He came and He preached peace to you who were afar off and to those who were near. For through Him we both have access by one Spirit to the Father. So the first time Jesus came, He came to bring peace. We know the second time, second coming after the rapture, He's going to bring a sword. But that is a different story. So he came to bring peace because people did not have any. There was turmoil. There was confusion. And I love the verse where he says, I didn't come for the those who are well. I came for those who are sick. And by well, he was talking about those who think they have it all together. He was really, he was really directing it towards the religious leaders who thought they were spiritual enough. But he's like, I came for the sick. In other words, he came for the sinners. He didn't come to say, sinners, get away from me. All the whole, the holy people, the saints and everything, you guys, come on, let's hang out. Let's start a club. You know, he's like, he didn't come for those who thought they were super spiritual. He came for those who knew that they were sinners and they needed help. And that is what God does. That's what God did. He sent Jesus on a rescue mission for lost humanity. And aren't you glad? Because if you're, you trust in Christ for salvation, if you're walking with the Lord today, you can thank Him for that. I can thank Him for that. Because what if He's like, well, you know what? I know I promised not to flood the earth again. Noah's day, the rainbow. But... This is just bad. I'm not going to fly the earth again, but I'm going to set fire to the thing and say, forget it. I mean, he could have done that. He's God. 
but his mercy. He didn't give us what we deserve. Death, darkness, and destruction. That's what we deserve. Some people don't like to think about that or face that or acknowledge that, but that is the truth. We deserve nothing good. You're not so holy that God's like, you know what, I'm going to choose them because they are amazingly spiritual. Wow. No. Our hearts were deceitfully wicked. Who can know them, right? Yet, the Lord chose us, saved us, rescued us, set us upon the rock. That is amazing. And so Jesus came for the sinners to save them, to help them to know truth, to open their eyes, to open their ears, to help them to see the spiritual side of life. And I love that, the terms that, that Paul uses here about being brought near. He came to bring peace, to bring near. Like, God wants a relationship with, uh, wants a relationship with us. And I think it's so kind of, I mean, it's, it's kind of sad when Christians are able to have that and they just kind of are nonchalant, kind of flippant about it. Like, well, what yeah, it's good. Like, yeah, I go to church and but they don't really seek or pursue the, thing, uh, the things of God. And they're kind of lost without Him. They can easily just draw near to Him and He will draw near to them, right? Like James says. But they don't. And I think a lot of people, you guys, a lot of people that call themselves Christians don't even know what they're missing out on. Because they've never had that real close connection with the Creator through Christ and so Paul's reminding these guys listen you can draw near he came to bring peace <laughs> he came for the sinners you can draw near he's reconciled you to God through, through Christ I mean that's such an amazing truth and the fact that Paul says you have access through him to the Father I know we talked about this the other day, you guys. I know we talked about it the last episode, but Paul continues on that same trajectory, that same truth, that you can talk to God. You can communicate with the Lord. He's not some faraway, distant God who you can once time, you, you can sometimes like call collect. You know, He is close. He is near. And... It's important to know that we can actually be close to God. Not only that, but that He wants to be close to you. He wants to be close to you. He's a loving Father who doesn't want His kids to run away. Prodigal Son. He doesn't want His kids to stray, to transgress. He doesn't want His kids to be silent and not seek Him. I can't imagine, you guys, my daughters right now are 9 and 10, one's about to turn 11. But I can't imagine, I don't want to imagine. If my daughters one day, like today, I get home, and they just don't talk, hey, how's it going? Nothing. They just stop talking to me. Later on, I try to talk to them tomorrow, next week, next year. 
pretty soon I'm down. I'm downcast. I'm, I'm grieved. Because my own daughters won't talk to me. Won't even acknowledge me. Won't hug me. Won't look to me. And it's like, I think that's what the father feels sometimes. He's grieved. Because his kids don't talk to him. He's an afterthought to many. And I just, I mean, it grieves his heart. But when you draw near to him, when you seek him, when you talk to him, when you follow him fully, obediently, you have the joy of the Father. I mean, that's what he wants. (laughs) Because he absolutely loves you. We looked at that verse that talked about the fact that he is, you are his workmanship. Finally and perfectly and uniquely crafted you. And he wants to spend time with you. Spend time with the Father through Christ. Amen. Well, God bless you guys. I hope you have an awesome Wednesday. And love you guys. Praying for you guys. Talk to you soon.